Thanks for tuning in again, everybody. We're back with your favorite podcast, Lucas, Tigers, and Bronze. Oh, my. Luca Nation, welcome back to episode 592 of Lucas, Tigers, and Bronze. Oh, my. Quick episode today, Cage, full day in the city, full day in the office. So, quick episode here. Um, first, Shout out to SGC. So I don't know if you guys saw on Instagram, there was a post going around today that record record number of submissions, record number of submissions in the last month, January 2022. And one testament to them. We talked to Peter. We had him on. Uh, they talked about how, you know, their backlog caught up. Now 25 days is 20 days, 22 days. Uh, fair and affordable pricing. Best customer service in the game. So shout out to those guys. They do it right. And shout out to our community. You guys are the best in class. Hands down, it's not even close. We have the best community in the world. We love you guys. We love that you engage, give your feedback, all that stuff. And uh, keep doing your thing because when we see numbers like that, record number of submissions with someone we partnered one month ago, you guys are doing something right. And uh, we we appreciate the support. We appreciate it very much. Second. I love that. Michael Jordan. Thank you. Big thank you to those guys. Big thank you. Everybody listening. It should come as no surprise that when a company partners with Luca Nation, not just the podcast, Luca Nation, you guys, us, this whole crazy crew of lunatics that we have, this family community built, that they have a record month in their first month with us. That should not surprise anyone. So I'm glad you pointed it out. I'm glad we – and um, give a little credit to Peter. Right, because a lot of people, you know, knew SGC was out there, but didn't know the man behind it. Didn't know the CEO, and he's kind of done a tour, right? You know, he was on with with Aljimo um, on on her segment leading up to the Mint Collectible. He was on with us. He did questions and answers, and you know, really did answer all of the questions that were out there. And I really do believe it might not be responsible for all of it, but. People are more willing to spend their money when they know who they're spending it with. So good for them, and I can't wait to have them back on. I agree, brother. I agree. Michael Jordan's birthday. So we had a question from our audience, and we'll talk just about this, and then we'll give our plays, and we'll wrap it maybe 20, 25-minute episode, even shorter, because I want to respect your time, and you're a beast, man. Um, People were asking in our Discord, and if you guys aren't in our Discord, click the link in our bio. It's it's just like a one-stop shop now because Instagram groups, you know, capacity of 30 people. Discord allows us to kind of have a little more robust. You talk with everybody, so, not just the 20, everybody. 30 people that you're in there in one group. You can ask your question and you get the whole crew to answer it. So it's, it's, it's a cool space if you haven't joined, join. So how did the 86 Jordan become his iconic card? It's his second or third year rookie, and everyone treats it like it's our, it's his RC. Who asked that? What fool uh, put a carpet on the wall? Um, Rogue it's V. His first, it's his first pack-pulled main brand card. Uh, so, yeah, there was a star card before it from 84, 85, but those were not in packs. They were regionally distributed in team bags. You know, it's, it's almost not – a comparable thing it, it doesn't really count as under the definition of you know what would be considered a rookie card i know that is what it is but you know it wasn't pulled it wasn't impact now now keep in mind 
in addition to that, it's something from, uh, you know, a not reputable brand because there are people out there who might say, hey, well, what about like I can come up with people call things rookie cards all the time. What about like the 1996 Sports Illustrated, uh, you know, Tiger Woods Sports Illustrated Kids? That at least is a major release. And people will argue that's not as rookie as rookies from upper deck. There's all kinds of argument. There's personal preference. Um, you know, the star card is slightly held back from the fact that it's difficult to grade. Uh, BGS grades it. It's difficult to grade because there are a lot of fakes out there. And that adds to the whole, you know, craziness of it. Then there's also these other ones like, you know, promos and, you know, the Nike promos. Those are not cards, um, wide releases and pack pull. The 86, 87 Fleer, it checks every single box of what's considered, you know, the, the definition of a rookie card. We've talked about that set and compared it a lot to like the 2012 Prism set. It's, uh, I would compare it to the 09 Tops UFC set. You have rookies of guys who are 20 years older than each other in there. You know what I mean? There's a rookie of Brock Lesnar. Um, and there's also a rookie of like Anderson Silva and Hoist Gracie. Just because it was their first release in a Topps card. And, you know, a, a wide release set, you know, in packs and all that fun stuff. Some people would argue with me and say that those guys had cards in pride. And don't 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 get nuts, guys. I understand. But the Jordans just, it checks every box. It's a wide release pack pulled card. It wasn't from his rookie year. But... There were no cards as rookie here. <laughs> okay. How about this? Um, you want to do one more? Sure. Shoot, man. This so, is fun. So Longshot Cards asks, with Beckett not being relevant in the current grading space, what are your thoughts on BGS 10s? Have they or will they lose value in the market compared to PSA 10s? I mean, I think the premise might be a little wrong. Um, I think Beckett, the name Beckett, is still very viable. And I think we see a lot of shifting on, you know, one, two, three of grading companies. And, you know, PSA seems to have the crown now, but you never know what that's going to be in a year, two, three. Um, I would love to know, you know, the, just the data behind this. I would love to know if there have ever been any BGS 10s that wouldn't cross to a PSA 10. You know what I mean? I doubt it. So because of that, what I would say is, They'll always maintain some value because at the very least, you got to figure you'd be able to cross a BGS 10 over to a, to a PSA 10. You'd think. I don't know whether or not, you know, maybe we're going to ask PSA that next time. Has anyone ever been crazy enough to try to cross a BGS 10 and you said, ow, what a nice BGS 10. It's a PSA 9. <laughs> I don't know whether or not anybody would ever, whatever, you know, whatever send those in. But, you know, that BGS 10... Here's here's what I would tell you to do, okay? You know what? Do this for me. Do this for me. Um, can you pull up the easiest way to do this would be on Instagram? Pull up the page of the Pokey Jew. P O K E J E W. Pokey Jew. Yes, that is his actual name, folks. I'm not making that up. And you know him from the GI Joe Pokemon case fame, right? Uh, not a small individual. Um, I mean, big in the hobby. And, um, you know, I, I like big guys. And take a look at that post, okay? And I don't care about Pokey Jew himself, but what I'd like for you to do is, if you want, if you, if you would, um, it's a golden auction, all right? And if you scroll down a little bit, it's got some of the, uh, under the picture, it's got some of the, the, the description of it, right? 1999 and it Pokemon of, Base, first edition, holographic, number eight, Machamp, BGS 10, pristine, pop one. 
Correct. So I will bet you that if you click through on the links and the whole deal, that the golden auction will have a glowing review about how this card here, and I'm sure there's many of these, right? I'm sure there's many of these examples, but this is one I saw today. Because I commute, guys, so I'm on Instagram. You know what I mean? Like, well, I this is a whole BGS 10 Look, set. Look, it's not set. It's a lot of cards. It's not a set. But if okay. you click on any of these, right. I guarantee there's a mention in in the description about how BGS 10s are rare, how they are the epitome of rarity, right? Just talk about the BGS 10. You click on any of them, right? Yep. Just BGS, right? What does it say? Encapsulated and graded pristine 10 by BGS. Machamp flexes so, impressively, impressively against the holographic swirling background in art by Ken Sugimori of the more than Sugimori. 360 samples, examples of this card currently in the Beckett population. This is one of just two cards in the pristine tier. So if you read these descriptions, they talk glowingly of the BGS 10s, how rare they are, you know, how great they are. I think they stopped short of saying how much they're better than a PSA 10. You can look at the post. They definitely do say that. This is Golden who has a, you know, a, what do we want to call it? A relationship. A relationship with, you know, PSA, yeah, a, um, a universe, you know, the whole nine yards. And even they, to be fair, have to hold out these BGS 10s as part of their fiduciary duty to these, you know, the people who have consigned with them to get the most money and explain how a BGS 10 is the creme de la creme, you know, on its way to a black label, you know, which is even better. So, so I think they have a space. I don't think the Beckett brand goes anywhere. I think if, you know, if, if, even if there is, if you assume a continued deterioration, I believe that something happens with the Beckett grading brand that keeps it relevant. The name Beckett is like synonymous with baseball collecting for the last bunch of decades. I mean, it's, it's how I knew what things were worth. You know what I mean? It's what I graded with when I first started, you know, grading my cards as well. So, um, yeah, I think the BGS 10 always maintains a premium. I love it. What's your play? Talk to so you, I want to ask you, I want to ask sure. you, if you were to give me like three tranches of NBA players, kind of like the blue right? chips, the, Give me those. Give me. Give me those. Give me those like buckets for me. Because you, you, I have to tell. Let's just take two seconds. I give this guy shit. I make fun of some of the takes, right? I, I, you know, I call him a Monday morning quarterback. We have. I don't bet. I try not to bet because I'm one of these weird, addictive personalities, and I'll just bet until I lose. It's just one of those things that I'll do. I'll bet. I'll bet more. I'll win more, and then all of a sudden, just somehow, I'll lose, and it, it, all the money will be gone. It's just. It's the way I am character flow but at least you know and since i know that i don't bet but if i were betting this month i'd be a wealthy man because andrew has uh, we have like a group thread and all the luca nation contributors are on this thread our team and they say what's the bet for tonight and andrew's right literally every single game every every bet against us but yesterday i think it was halftime when you put it out there like, look at how many points the nets are getting this is a lock not only a lock to get these 14 and a half, 15 points, but I'm going to bet them to win the game. Even though they're down, I'm going to bet them to win the game right now and get like a crazy, like, I don't know what it was, 15 to 1 odds or some lunatic number you're getting in game. And you're right. And they came back and they won the game. And so I want to say it's because you watch the games, but I don't think that's what it is. I don't know what it is, but I'm not going to say it's because you watch the games. But that said, guys, 
clearly has his finger on the pulse of the NBA this year. So take this to heart. You know, if, if he says that there's a guy in a tranche and you're like, wow, I didn't really think about that guy. You know, like Darius Garland, I just thought of him as like a flash in the pan, but, but Andrew has watched his games, blah, blah, blah. Give me some analysis of like the different levels of players that you see in the NBA right now. Well, first off, I mean, I might have to clean house on our content team because they're not responding to anything that I throw in there. Here I'm making the money on cards. Here I'm making the money on, hey, take a look at this guy and take a look at this team in this situation. And they're just sleeping. But, but this wasn't cage everybody. This was just like a few guys that were top of mind today. They're missing – I mean, they're missing people. But, I mean, here's – we're just having some fun. So just fun activity, nothing crazy. There's guys missing, so don't go into that. But I, I had eight guys that I was thinking about in the last, you know, two, three days in the NBA. And I put them into best blue chips, emerging stars, and young stars. And this is also people that I think are worth value in cards. Right, so a best blue For headline chip is obviously in his spare time. Andrew thinks about men. I do. That's I'm fucked. I'm weird. Instead of like going to the beach party <laughs> in Tulum, I watch NBA and I think about these guys. Um, take do with that what you wish. I don't care. Um, so it's not like LeBron, who by the way had an incredible comeback, because I don't think his cards are really a buy. I don't think they're a sell. I think they're probably always a long term buy, but I don't think so. So Giannis and Chris Ball to me are the two best values in terms of cards of players that have kind of established themselves as at the top or near the top. And I've already talked about Chris Paul, but Giannis real quick, if you look at his Jersey sales, uh, LeBron Curry are one and two, but who's number three, Giannis and Curry and LeBron are not going to be in the league forever. They're going to retire in the next two, three, four years. And Giannis is going to be the guy. So those two dude, I got a DM today, by the way, about Giannis. And uh, the 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 person who wrote it happened to be from the area and said that the reason why Giannis will never be cardboard relevant in the superstar is because of the market he plays in. And that he doesn't get promoted and, you know, it's just not the right market for the next NBA superstar to be in. Just look, throwing it out there. Could, look, people could be wrong all the time. It's not a big deal. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like... Golden State wasn't a market till it was a market. Cincinnati yeah, wasn't a market till it was a market. So, like, Cincinnati's Mar- still I mean, really not a market. <laughs> I mean, but Burrow, but Burrow by made the way, it a how funny was that? We I did my whole Marino spiel, and then Marino basically was trolling him. Then Jim Kelly had an even better troll. Did you see those tweets? Yeah, we go to Cincinnati, we go off. So Marino, yeah, Marino's like, don't worry, you know, I got there my second year also, and you'll have plenty of time to never get back. And Jim Kelly's like, yeah, yeah, and I got there also, and uh, I didn't win. And then I went back there the next year, and I didn't win. And then I went back there the next year, and I didn't win. And then I went back there one time, and I didn't win. Wait, how do I delete this? It was really, it's pretty funny to see these guys. But the word to the wise on it is, how many people you know who are investing in Jim Kelly? Buffalo? Is that where he played? Four straight AFC no, championship games. My, my message to the, the gentleman that Wins. sent you that DM is be careful working off of false information that we've accepted as true, right? So like that to me is something that we've accepted as true. Like you could only make money off players in big markets. But if you dig deeper, you'll realize there's tons of value all over time of players who are in small markets that became the guy. 
like I, I mean, I, I'll leave it at that. So I, I don't think it matters what market you are. I think it matters your marketability. And in a digital age, everyone is marketable. It doesn't matter where you are. You could reach millions of people all around the world without leaving your house. So, but dude, I'll tell you, man, I got to You got to take a good long look at. Uh, so this is best emerging star buys, the Mar de Rosen cards. You, I mean, you just have to. If you're out there and you're buying cards of NBA guys that are still playing, you have to take a look at what the Rosen's doing this year. I think he's being slept on a little bit, Cage, even despite his incredible performance. I think he should be in the MVP race. I think he's top three. Uh, so my best emerging star buys are DeRozan, Ja, and Booker. And then young stars, Anthony Simmons and for Nice, uh, Anthony Edwards and for nice Simmons and Garland are, are worth taking a look at. So just kind of had, was having some fun and wanted to share that. I like it. Simmons. His cards have started to move up a lot already. They have. They have. Is he is he gonna continue is he gonna continue to be worth the you know the, the uptick? I would wait till summer. Because what happens when you see like something so, like this, Cage, is a, a team that's completely rebuilt, all these guys that were kind of throwaways. Remember, this is the NBA, so they're all fucking good. Um all these guys that are throwaways, they come together and they're like, it's us against everybody, and they're on a four-game winning streak against like four of the best teams in the league. So that's obviously they're going to come down to back down to earth, but the dude has got game. He's got he's really crafty. He could finish with his left hand, with his right. He could score inside and outside. So I'd wait till summer on him. I like and then it. I'll get right into my play cage. The guys sure. that you should take a look at who are coming off injury, uh, and it's Zion and Wiseman. Both of those guys have been kind That's of forgotten Zion. about. All right. For and and. I looked at sales prices just yesterday. We were looking at a silver prism, right? Fifteen hundred yep. bucks was. Now it's thirteen hundred bucks. You're going to start seeing so they had a bad retail uh, because of the second surgery. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, they go from fifteen hundred to thirteen hundred in one day. That's pretty bad. It's not good. Bad. That's for sure. It's, it's not good. But I, I think it's going to continue. I think people are going to sell off and uh, it, take a look. Take a look at Wiseman. He's going to be coming back pretty soon. They need an interior presence. And take a look at Zion. Not for this year, but be patient. But there's going to be some buying opportunities of maybe you could get a Zion blue, a, a Zion orange, a Zion uh, like kind of numbered parallel for 40 35% of what it was at its high. And you're, you're, you're buying a dip. You're buying a dip of a guy who still has a very long career in front of him, despite what all of the tabloids want to say. Hmm. I like it. Do you think he plays this year? No. You think he's done? Yeah. Before I give my play, I would like to give you the floor. I just want to throw a name out there. I'm going to take my hand. I'm going to put it in the salt. I'm going to do one of these. I'm just going to sprinkle bad. a name. I'm going to sprinkle a name on you, and you're going to you're going to have a couple minutes and tell me, get rid of his cards, buy his cards. He's overrated. He's horrible. I can't believe it. Blah, 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 blah. What I want to hear from you is your analysis of Anthony Davis. Dude, that's unlucky, but he's he, – he's... <laughs> You know, if something happens once, it's an accident. Twice, coincidence. But if something keeps happening over and over and over again, 
I think there has to be some level of accountability. So like, yes, injuries are freak accidents, but if they keep happening, you have to take an audit of why they keep happening. Uh, even from something simple like wearing high top shoes to all the way down the down the road. Um, but at the same time, I feel bad for the man. It's really that simple. I feel bad. I mean, dude, if you're injured over and over and over again, it's pretty frustrating. I mean, wearing wrong shoes. I mean, it says you. It says me. Maybe he doesn't like high tops. Like, it's... I, I agree with you, but maybe, maybe he just he doesn't not, like being maybe he doesn't like being on the floor. It's entirely possible. <laughs> All right, so I have a play for you guys, and you guys can go a lot of different ways with this. The prices will probably come down a little bit, um, but I saw even numbered Prism PSA tens, you know, like an orange at a two forty nine, not a color match like a burrow for this guy. Um, the blue ones would be nicer, but the orange one I saw one sell yesterday for two hundred thirty five dollars. Um, you can go RPA. I saw it was it was an eight uh, PSA eight, but it was an immaculate RPA of this guy. Um, also sold, uh, I think it might have it might have sold yesterday. Um, Two hundred ninety three dollars for an immaculate premium patch auto number to fourteen, single color, but only a PSA eight. Two hundred ninety three dollars. Um, that's a cool one, right? You can find an RPA immaculate or. Or, or, you know, like a, a nice, um, you know, a nice one of these, um, you know, RPAs or a prism parallel, a couple hundred bucks. I am talking about uh, Jonathan Taylor, running back from the Indianapolis Colts. Um, I think this guy has a very similar upside to like the kind of numbers that Derrick Henry was putting up, um, you know, when healthy. But I don't know if you guys remember, we did an NFL preview when Jonathan Taylor was a rookie, Right. We did, uh, we did, we did a, a preview. I'm getting a text. Jordan Ferone just texted me and said he bought a jambalaya. I don't know which one. <laughs> maybe he bought Tiger Woods or something. But that's coming in there now, so I'll have to text it back. You know, I love those jambalayas. But anyway, I did a preview about him, and I think he came out of Wisconsin. And you know, they don't really throw the ball to their running backs. And I compared him to like Melvin Gordon, who kind of you know increased his receiving. And I thought Jonathan Taylor had the ability to become a pass catching back. Um, but here's my analysis on this, guys. And and I think he's going to be a hot buy um, around the national, right? Just like we talked about buying into, like, Herbert cards or or buying back into Burrow cards. Um, you know, I think Jonathan Taylor's Prism, um, you know, PSA 10s, you probably have a stack them for almost nothing. You don't need to go to the base, obviously, but... Um, you know, I saw a PSA nine the other day sell for like nineteen dollars for PSA nine. You know, I mean, you wanna you wanna you know go there. That's fine. So a silver sell for nothing also. So whatever you can find on him, numbered RPA, I think we're gonna hear probably in the next couple of weeks that um, Wentz is done. I'm pretty sure that they're able to trade him and lose some of the salary cap, or if they can't trade him, they can cut him and lose some of the money that is against the salary cap. I think they're done with him. And with the with the carousel of quarterbacks that are out there, I know we talk about how the AFC is tough. Think about this team. Think about the old line they have. Think about the young wide receivers they have. Think about Jonathan Taylor. This is a guy who was in the MVP discussion this year, right? MVP running back. If they add a legit QB, you're talking – 
potential big name, right? Like an Aaron Rodgers or Russell Wilson or, you know, any of these guys um, who would love to come there. I mean, like, you can get on Valentine's Day a PSA 9 of his best card. National Treasures RPA out of 99. Like the legit RPA out of 99 sold for $1,900. Right? We're not talking about, like, you know, millions of dollars for the card you talk about and that's like the best card of him right so so you know you could get a legit card and i know people are out there saying he's not a qb people are this is one of those guys that has remember when michael thomas was doing his crazy stuff and people were like like look for michael thomas people looking for cooper cup this year and now um people look for derrick henry he has the ability to do that for at least a couple of years here in his prime put up some gaudy rushing numbers, the kind that make you uh, notice, the kind that makes him more of a household name. And, um, you know, and Cage, I, think you add a, go ahead. I know you're on a little bit of a lag. I think maybe your phone's dying or, or something, but if, it, if that team would, well, no, your, your phone is uh, lagging, but it's not a big deal. Uh, if, if this is a 14 and two team, if this is a 13 and three team and he has, you know, an 1800 yard season, a 2000 yard season, I think he's in contention. I think if he has last season, he he's in contention. If they're, if they're in the playoffs, if they're 13 and three, 14 and two, he might be in the MVP conversation. Well, remember, they, they, he was, yeah, he was in the MVP. You're a little laggy too. You have been for the whole episode, but we're doing it. It's a short episode. We're going to get through is it. it. Me? So, so we'll be fine. Um, he was in the MVP conversation this year. I don't think he got a vote. I think Cooper Cup got a vote. And then it was just, you know, obviously Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady. But they did. The team had a collapse at the end of the year and didn't make the playoffs. It was one of these, you know, horrible things, right? I think that is easily remedied with a legitimate quarterback. And maybe that means a little less rushing yards, but I think it probably means maybe more receiving yards. Um, but, I mean, to me, if you're a quarterback towards the end of your career and you want to get on basically a playoff team – with one of the best, if not the best running backs in the league as a nice safety blanket there for you. Um, if you're Rodgers or you're one of these guys, why not? Why not go there, you know? Um, so anyway, I think we'll see a QB change. And, you know, if we don't, he's going to he's gonna make a run of 2,000 yards. If we do, he's going to make a run of 1,800 yards plus some receiving yards and be a playoff team. So we'll see what happens. Uh, but I looked at prices on him, and I, I know he's not a quarterback. I get it. He's not a quarterback. But they're so cheap, you know. What I mean, it's just so you know because he's a running back. It's just his cards are really cheap. So take a look. I love it. Any what, final words, my friend? What do you think about the NBA All Star Weekend? Anything you're looking forward to, or you just don't care because it's more you know circus atmosphere than anything else? It's more circus atmosphere. I, I kind of use it as a vacation. Shut shut down the investment. Shutting down betting. Take it easy. Clear the mind. That's where I go with it. I use it as like a long weekend. There you go. I like it. All right. Well, listen, we got some fun plays here, guys. Um, any auctions ending tonight? We got like all liquid auctions ending? Next weekend. Next next, next Thursday, weekend. I think. Next, next Thursday. Thursday. Here we go. Uh, all, yeah, liquid auctions end on uh, second Thursday. See, let me just confirm that. And guys, with Zion, I know I know Wiseman is just participated in five on five scrimmage, so for sure, uh, take a look at him. Zion, I don't know if he's going to play again this season. I I don't see what the benefit of bringing him back is, but 
you never know, man. You really never know. So uh, I don't have as much of a kind of, you know, ear to the pavement with Zion. I know Wiseman is probably going to be back uh, maybe a week or two after the break. One last thing. Cool, brother. Um, yeah. yeah, one last thing, guys. Mint Collective, we're about a month from that. We're going to be there. Andrew's there. Take, take a look at their announcements today. This handsome guy, Andrew, they're announcing he's going to be there as a speaker. If you're, if you're on the fence, if you're like, oh, I'm thinking about going, I don't know, should I go? Send us a message. Um, you know, we'll see, we'll see whether or not we can find you a discount or some kind of code or something like that. We'll talk to the guys. And uh, I'm really looking forward to it. I'm stocking up cigars. You know, so <laughs> you can find me. You get a cigar. And, uh, you know, I'll bring some fun slabs. And uh, maybe we'll, we'll, we'll do some trading. So I'm really looking forward to that myself. And, yeah, um, I'll end the episode with where we started. Thank you all. It is amazing that we get to do this. It's amazing that we have, we're have we approaching 600 episodes next week. Um, it's pretty nuts that we're going to be able to do that. And, you know, say what you will. You know, we'll never know whether or not it, it, it meant anything. But when we have a couple thousand people listening to us in the first 24 hours after we drop these episodes – you know, you bring on SGC, you introduce, you know, the world to them. I really do think there's a cause and effect there. And I got to say thank you to you guys. Um, and if you're having issues, you're having problems, you have any, any message us. You know what I mean? Let's, you got any questions, message us. I know you guys aren't shy. You message me all the time. Hey, where are my cards? Hey, what am I doing? Hey. <laughs> I wonder if people realize why that's important, right? Because I got out of I mean, a lot of the people in the hobby are entrepreneurs, and I would say 99.9% of people in our community, they realize that, you know, it takes a lot of effort to put out the content that we do. Uh, you know, not just you and I showing up every day, you know, we created this Luca Nation short clips channel. So if you guys don't have an hour, you could watch a few clips from the episodes. We create content on Instagram. Um SGC provided 50 free subs. Dibs, you know, we got the partnership and we poured that back into our community. When businesses see the support that we have, they realize that our community isn't like others. Yeah, we Nothing don't have how the, like it. So we don't have a million followers like Logan Paul. And, and sure, if, you know, if, if whatnot brings on Logan Paul, they pay him big money, or whatever, or Ninja, same thing. But what we do have is a fan base that I think trusts us because they know that we're in the trenches doing this stuff with them. And when SGC sees, hey, record subs a month and change after signing on with our community, that, that's a good boat of confidence that working with Andrew Cage, Manny, Alex, uh, Shane, MBT, and our, all the way through to the people that are supporting us every single day listening, that means a lot. So thank you guys because it, it literally wouldn't be possible. All right. There we go, guys. Luca Nation. Send us some messages. Yeah, you want a uh, you want a coffee with Cage? You know, what do you want to hear? You want to, you know, what do you guys want us to talk about? A couple people messaged us. They want they like our soccer idea. They want Andrew to, you know, produce kind of like a top 10 soccer prospects with maybe like a special guest who actually knows soccer. Remember we did that way back when you brought Tyler on to talk soccer and stuff too. Um Maybe we'll do that. We're open to anything, guys. You know, the best part, I think, about what, we, what we're able to do here on a daily show is we really do listen to the feedback we get from you guys. I read the comments. Sometimes they make me cry. But, I, but we, you know, we, we want to give you what you want. So let us know what you want. We'll see what we can do. Take care, everybody. Peace. Everybody. Peace.
Thank you for spending some time with us on another episode of the Lucas Tigers and Bronze Oh My podcast. Um, do us a favor and like, subscribe. Ah, you know what? Don't just like and subscribe. Everybody does that. If you like us, tell your friends, tell your neighbors, tell your enemies, tell everybody. And uh, we hope you got something from spending some time with us today, and we'll see you next time. Thank you.